Fresh Art International presents Fresh Talk, conversations about creativity in the 21st century. I'm Kathy Bird, and this is Fresh Talk. If you follow our podcast, you know we're committed to field recording. One of our next stops is Lyon, France, just two hours south of Paris by high speed train. We're about to encounter Lyon's biennial exhibition for the very first time. Today, we're taking you via Skype to meet Ralph Rugoff, American born curator of the 13th Lyon Biennial. In real life, He directs the Hayward Gallery, London. Since 1991, this biennial has presented exhibitions in a series of trilogies. Modern is the newest theme. More than a hundred years ago, French poet Charles Baudelaire defined modernity as the ephemeral experience of urban life. He considered it the responsibility of art to capture that experience. Baudelaire's philosophy is a starting point for this year's exhibition, La Vie Moderne, or Modern Life. It took me a while just to settle on this phrase, La Vie Moderne, Modern Life, as a phrase which seemed interesting partly because it sounds kind of ambiguous now. Modern life can still mean contemporary life, the life we're living now. But it also carries this baggage as a phrase that goes back to Baudelaire. Maybe it makes some people think of the 1920s or the 1960s. I like the fact that it has this ambiguity and uncertainty to it about what is this time referring to. Because for me, one of the things I hope to investigate with this Biennale is, is our definition of the contemporary. Which often seems very superficial to me. So you're defining through the show what what is modern for today. I'm hoping through the work of the artists who are really the people investigating this to raise a question about how history animates and shapes and informs our contemporary moment, so that the contemporary, rather than being something brand new and something that's divorced from the past. We actually experience how it's connected to different historical trajectories. Video and photography projects embody modern life in a provocative collage of past and present. One is, say, a wonderful 360 degree 10 screen video installation by the American artist T.J. Wilcox. It's called In the Air, and T.J used to have an incredible studio off of uh, Union Square in New York. He had this little penthouse on top of this building, and it had a 360-degree view of Manhattan. So he filmed a kind of sunrise to sunset panorama of Manhattan with a camera that was timed so that the whole 17-hour sequence could be reduced to about half an hour. And then he interpolates into this 10 screen view of Manhattan short films about different things that happened in Manhattan in different parts. So if you're looking, say, towards the Empire State Building, he then presents a little film 
about the architect's original idea was that zeppelins would land on top of the Empire State Building <laughs> and people would come off a zeppelin on a ladder onto the um, viewing deck of the Empire State Building. For TJ, I think, you know, as he looked out in any direction, memories came back of things he associated with that part of Manhattan. More than a few projects reveal how artists embrace contradictions. A recent terrorist attack in Paris sparked one investigation. There's a work that was really inspired, or uh, maybe that's the wrong word. I think it was it grew out of uh, the artist's response to that Charlie Hebdo attack. And this is an artist, Kader Atia, who grew up in France and also at times in Algeria, but who knew quite well the area outside of Paris where the uh, killers came from. And he had family who were still living in that area, and he was talking to lots of different people about their responses to that event. And he decided, you know, to really make, to investigate this. And he began what has turned into what will be an 18-screen video installation with each screen in its own kind of office, as if you're in a little archive. Uh, and the screens are showing interviews he's had with ethnopsychologists, philosophers, psychoanalysts, patients uh, in mental hospitals, many other people, all dealing with this question of what is it like to live uh, in a foreign culture. Reflecting a current biennial trend, La Vie Moderne demonstrates an awareness of context. A biennale is really a civic undertaking in that it's, you know, biennales are always linked to cities. You know, we've got the Quanju, the Havana, the Sao Paulo, the Berlin. It's not something a whole country puts on. It's very much about uh, a city. One artist is creating performance projects with locals. Mary Nella is going to be working on a number of performances. And her interest in the beginning was to work with groups from both the, one of the wealthiest and one of the poorest areas in Lyon. And to see if those groups could collaborate with each other. And it was one way of trying to look into this gap between the rich and the poor that is growing. And that to me is, you know, one of the things that really characterizes La Vie Moderne today. And the books that each group has chosen to read will be displayed on two separate shelves. And it's very interesting because, you know, the group from the poor neighborhood include lots of immigrants and their books in Polish, Arabic, many different foreign languages. She's also working with a choir of young blind people, and she's working on a number of dance and musical performances that will take place in markets throughout the city. Well, Ralph, what do you want us to take away from our encounter with La Vie Moderne? I hope that the visitor who comes to this can encounter works that deal with subjects like immigration and national identity and kind of contemporary economic situations can deal with things that are about how 
our relationship with technology, especially communication technologies, is changing. How we look at objects and images and the relationships between them. All of these subjects which people are experiencing in their, in their lives, they can come to a BNL and it's a moment where you can get a fresh perspective. You can have a dialogue with 60 artists from all over the world. I'm Kathy Bird, and this is Fresh Talk with Ralph Rugoff, curator of the 13th Lyon Biennial. The exhibition looks at how history touches our experience of the world. Today, we're thrilled to share our first-ever Fresh Talk Back. Calling from Albuquerque, New Mexico, Sarah tells us about art inspired by her hometown. Hi, this is Sarah from Albuquerque, New Mexico. When I'm visiting, I always enjoy driving past a public art project called Cruising San Mateo One by Barbara Grigettis. It is a real 1954 Chevrolet sedan covered in blue tiles perched on top of a 26-foot high turquoise tile archway. When it was first built, critics called it Chevy on a Stick, a name that has stuck and become a term of endearment for many. Hovering at the edge of town on Route 66 since 1991, this work about America's car culture still provokes fresh controversy among locals. Now it's your turn. Tell us about a great contemporary art project that connects with the past. Call 347-921-2973 and leave your message. Just imagine your voice introducing an artist in an upcoming episode. If you like fresh talk, please take a few minutes to visit Fresh Art International on iTunes and Stitcher. There you can subscribe, rate, and review all our episodes. Thank you for listening. <laughs>